Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, February the 15th in 2022 on When I Rise. Today we continue with Year C, the seventh Sunday of Epiphany. And on the Tuesday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the psalm passage that comes from this week in the Revised Common Lectionary. And so we find ourselves in a familiar psalm, Psalm 37, and we'll read verses 1 through 11 and then verse verses 39 and 40. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 37 verses 1 through 11 and then verses 39 and 40. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they will soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they will soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and await and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper, fret about the wicked schemes. Stop being angry, turn from your rage. Don't lose your temper, it will only lead to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. The lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them, and they find shelter in him. This is the word of God for us. The sages of, of our faith, when they talk about what does a lifelong of faith look like, what does it look like, the picture at the very end, it seems like two things happen in a bit of a paradox. Uh, and this is just one line of thinking. But that at, at one moment, religion will do two things to us. It will wake us up to the, the most important things and to respond to them. In fact, uh, according to the New Testament, whenever the term religion is used, I think of in particular uh, from James chapter 1. Religion has this idea of the original language of being shaken or shook, right? It means that we're kind of in a bit of a bit of a sleep, maybe a daze, like maybe in and out of sleep. Think of like a golf tournament on the telly and you're like lying on the couch on a Sunday afternoon. You're kind of in and out. Like we can kind of hear what's going on in the room, but you know, you're sleeping at the same time too. And like all that afternoon hours, they kind of vanish. Like they would say, hey, like that's how, that, that's the, the, um, standard operating system of a person who's not religious like they're in and out of being awakened to the most important things and so religion wakes us up it makes us shook to the things that matter the most and it draws some sort of a response or some sort of an action so the first prayer that a jewish boy or girl would have learned in their religious life was the shema that comes from deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 through 6 and the word shema Shema Israel, uh, hero Israel. And that, that term for to hear is not just to listen passively, but to listen with the intent on responding and doing something with action. So someone who is religious is a person who acts. But at the same time, the other, other side of that paradox is that we don't act in haste, but there's also a waiting. There's also a patience that happens. 
And so a person who's got a fully orbed faith, according to the witness of scripture from all the New Testament, is a person who is awake. Uh, they're attentive to the things that matter the most, but they don't take matters into their own hands. Because uh, sages have said through, throughout to all the different uh, phases of history is that there is like a shadow side to being active. And this, this type of philosophy comes out in superhero movies, of all things. Uh, just last night, as I'm recording this, uh, we watched, we're trying to make, ourselves, make our way through all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, there's in the middle of all the movies in chronological order, they begin to deal, the Avengers, they be, begin to deal with the shadow side of what happened when they went on these missions to try to stop evil because innocent lives were taken at the same time. And so they have to deal and they have to reckon with the shadow side of their heroic efforts. Uh, Nietzsche said it this way, that you have to be careful when you're chasing monsters because you might just become a monster as well. So there is a shadow side to activity where we begin to embody and we even get to like look like the thing that we're chasing down in our original pursuits. And so religion would say this, the wisest way, one of the parts, one of the branches of the life of wisdom is to be eager to act, but also to be reflective and to be patient in our action. So it happens in Psalm 37. Uh, this there's, It's full of admonitions, right? Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. Uh, for like grass, they will soon fade away like spring flowers they will wither. Uh, it says in verse five, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him and he will help you. And what's, what's, uh, it's, what's uh, inferred there is this idea of waiting upon God to do the heavy lifting. Uh, verse seven, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently, patiently for him to act. Verse, uh, the end of verse seven, don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. And so line after line, the psalmist is saying, yes, it's good to attend to the things that matter the most. Don't take matters into your own hands because oftentimes we just make matters worse, right? And I think you and I can testify to that, right? Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a parent-child relationship. Maybe it's uh, we want to get a little more drastic in a relationship with an aging parent or a relationship with a sibling where we don't like the patterns of behavior that they might be living into. And so we want to do the right thing. Like we hear the admonition from scripture that if somebody is ensnared in something, like we need to like help them get out of it, right? But it takes a certain skill. It takes a certain uh, wisdom to know how we should be direct in our actions, but also indirect in our actions, right? To take all those things into consideration. So I think you and I wake up this morning, this Tuesday morning, and we've got a relationship that's maybe heavy upon our heart, right? And we are the type of person who wants to take direct action, uh, and so the word comes to us today and it says, hey, why don't you pray about that a little bit longer before you take your action, right? Uh, to do what the carpenter says, uh, to measure twice so that you just have to cut once and don't waste your materials because of it, right? So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you today that uh, we can trust in you. We thank you that this is what the psalmist has conveyed to us today, that uh, whenever we're surrounded, uh, that we don't need to lose heart, that whenever we feel like we need to take drastic actions to solve an issue, that it, that may not necessarily be the case, that we can trust in you, that you're the God in the midst of all things. And so you're here with us. You're standing with us. Uh, the, the complicated thing that we're trying to figure out, uh, you're here with us and you have wisdom for us. And you've been there before. And so we can rely upon you for your long history of being in the middle 
of stressful and anxious situations. So, so God, we thank you today that the Bible tells us that we can cast our cares upon you because you care for us, that you'll never let the righteous fall. So this day we stand upon your promises and we choose not to be hasty. So we pray that you give us the grace to engage with what might be a thorny issue in our lives, whether it be relational or strategic, whatever it might be, if it's in our neighborhood, if it's in our family, if it's in our workplace or school. We just simply pray, God, that you would give us the next step, step of faithfulness, what it looks like, so that we can take that step today and then wait for you further. So God, we call upon you. Uh, you tell us that when we call to you, that you'd answer us. And so we pray that you give us the ears to hear your answer today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.